The temple of aphrodisia lay in shambles. The Communist Party, in shambles. Lydia was a youth Communist Party leader. She found Jesus Christ. Her life is not in shambles. Wait till you hear the rest of the story. Stay tuned. said that you can't put a shovel in the ground in Turkey without finding an artifact of the ancient world. Neolithic farmers first populated the Meander Valley as early as 5800 BC. This fertile valley became the site of a shrine to the mother goddess of fertility and crops. Later during the second century BC the site was dedicated to Aphrodite, the goddess of love, and the town was given the name Aphrodisia. I've got to tell you when I walked over the hill and I saw this, it almost took my breath away. It's so beautiful. The architecture, the design, everything is tremendous. But what is it? It's the gateway to the Temple of Aphrodite. Here in Aphrodisia, the name of the city, about 80,000 population, I'm told, give or take a few. It is located near the modern village of Geyer. Geyer was originally built on the ruins, but was relocated a few miles to the east to allow for the excavation. I was told that in the 1950s, this was an entire village. People still lived here, but then a huge earthquake hit and virtually wiped out the village, at which time the government decided to move everybody. They moved them off the site and they began this massive excavation. And it's amazing what they turned up. The lavish building program in the city's civic center was initiated and largely funded by Gaius Julius Zoilus, a local who had been a slave of Gaius Julius Caesar and set free by Octavian. When Zoilus returned to his native city, now a freed man endowed with prestige and rich rewards for his service, he shrewdly directed the city to align with Octavian in his power struggle against Mark Antony. This ensured Octavian's lasting favor in the form of financial privileges that allowed the city to prosper. In 74 BC, the Romans defeated the Pontic Greek ruler and Aphrodisia was rewarded for its loyalty. I'm standing in one of the homes here in Aphrodisia. Now, I don't know where the bedrooms are, I don't know where the bathroom is, or the, the kitchen, but what I do know is this is one big house. Lydia, you have a, a beautiful name, and it's a biblical name. Tell me how you got it. I was born in a family that didn't believe in Christ. My name was given to me by my father. My father named me Lydia. So your entire family was atheist? Yes, and my father was part of the Communist Party. So you didn't believe in anything until age 50? Yes, I didn't believe in Christ. I was youth leader in the Communist Party. 
Я возглавляла небольшую профсоюзную организацию. I believe in the communistic idea. I believe that one day here in my country we would build communism. And this I believed. Now at age 50 you were baptized. What happened all these years in between? Tell me a little more about that. When I got baptized, and even before that, I heard on the radio that there is a radio station that mails you a Bible. And during that time, I read a lot of literature. During those days, I realized that there was something other than this life. I believe that a human can't just die and that's the end. I was aware of what was going on in this world. I knew there was a Bible, and I knew there was people who believe in Christ. I was starting to become very curious about their belief, so I decided to write to the radio station and receive the Bible. I didn't understand the Bible, so I gave up on it. Later, I got baptized and decided to continue reading the Old Testament. Yet, all I understood was that God was very strict and mean. Later, after I read the Old Testament, I decided to start reading the New Testament. I enjoyed fictional books, and the New Testament appeared to me fictional. I started liking to read the New Testament. There were a few things I didn't understand, like when it talked about the churches and Apostle Paul and Peter, but I continue reading. When I start attending church, people would help me act properly and show me where to get the candle and how to get it lit. I tried to do everything correctly, but nothing about me and my life changed. And I then start to question myself. So God led you there. You said he was working on your heart. What happened next? How did, how did this journey continue? Later it happened like this. The radio was my main source of information, more than television or anything else. I heard announcement on the radio that a Christian church is going to have a service. So I asked one of my co-workers and she agreed to go with me. When I got reconnected with the Bible, I was really looking for source and can start explaining things to me because I don't understand everything. So I asked my co-workers, let's go. And so we went. 
The city was built near a marble quarry that was extensively exploited in the Hellenistic and Roman periods, and sculpture and marble from Aphrodisia became famous in the Roman world. Many examples of statuary have been unearthed in Aphrodisia, and some representations of Aphrodite of Aphrodisia also survive from other parts of the Roman world, as far away as Portugal. The coffins, or sarcophagus, are everywhere here, and I asked why. Well, this was the location they actually made them. They fashioned them, they carved them. They're intricate, they're beautiful. Only the very rich, however, could afford them. So people came from all over to buy their last resting place. This is a statue of the high priest of Aphrodite. Phenomenal work, and you know, nobody says you can't touch it either. There are times when you can't watch television. The Voice of Hope radio broadcast is a wonderful alternative. You will discover topics on healthful living, family matters, and spiritual subjects too. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. While driving in your car, you no longer need to listen to depressing news or secular subjects on the radio. The Voice of Hope radio programs offer you uplifting, positive, and spiritual themes. You will find encouragement, joy, and peace of mind. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen. I'm ready to run my race. Whoa, I guess I got further to go than I thought. This is perhaps one of the best preserved stadiums in the world. One couple has spent 10 years cataloging every single stone in here. They've checked out every seat. They've looked at every inscription. Many are very old. Others are later graffiti, basically. But it's massive. I can't even begin to show you how large it is. Holds over 30,000 people. People used to run here. I think back to Paul saying, these people ran for a corruptible crown, but we run for an incorruptible crown. We run for the race that gets us to heaven. 
That's what Paul was talking about. That's what Paul was looking forward to. And that's what he was looking for for each one of us too, to meet in heaven rather than just run a race here in the massive stadium. How did God lead you to where you are today? When we arrived to the church, we found out it was a Baptist church. We didn't care. I really enjoyed going there. They explained the Bible. I started taking my grandson, who was five years of age at the time. I went there for about half a year. Later, I stopped going. Until the day a big boom happened in my life. I decided to turn back to the Bible. I came face to face with life and its problems. In continuation, all this happened moments after. My grandson was getting older. He turned 15. He decided to move out, not knowing his father very well and having constant arguments and misunderstanding with his mother, even though he was just a teen. His decision was to leave the house. I look at that as a tragedy in my life. Figured I didn't raise my daughter right, and I didn't have a big impact on their lives, and considered that a tragedy. I decided that once we find him, I will leave this family. So did you find your grandson? We found him. Praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. So this was a turning point, though, in your life. Yes. You're in a new state with Christ, a new position with Christ today. What, what changed in that now? How did, how did you arrive at the, where you are now? You know, when I went to the church, I came outside and read the announcement, and Alexander Antonyuk is going to have a lecture. So I started attending, I went to all his lectures. I had questions about Saturday. I didn't understand it. I wanted to know why I was blessed, why Vanya came home. I just had so many questions stored inside, and it was bugging me. And later, my main question was about Saturday, because Saturday is talking about through the whole Bible. Then I started handing out invitation to those who used to attend church but decided to stop coming. Later, I met Lydia, and it was a miracle. She introduced me to Voice of Hope and to start studying the Bible. The goddess Artemis, sometimes known as Diana, was one of the most widely venerated of the ancient Greek deities and one of the oldest in Greek mythology of the classic period. Artemis was often described as the daughter of Zeus and Leto the twin sister of Apollo. She was the Hellenic goddess of forest and hills, childbirth, virginity, fertility, the hunt. And she was often depicted as a huntress carrying a bow and arrows. 
The first shrine to the goddess Artemis was built around 800 BC. It was built on a swampy area near the Ephesus River. Within its walls they kept a precious stone, believed to have fallen from Jupiter. In reality it was probably just a meteorite. The temple itself was rebuilt several times. In July 356 BC, an Ephesian named Herostratus wanted his name to be remembered forever, so he burned down the temple. After that incident, it became a rule that if anyone dare speak his name, they would be murdered. A famous architect named Scopus began the new temple. It was 425 feet long and 225 feet wide. It was adorned with beautiful marble and held 36 columns. The inside contained artwork, engravings, and elegant statuary. This temple was destroyed many years later by the Goths and was never rebuilt. It was originally the size of a football field, but now all the remains of the Temple of Artemis, the goddess of fertility, is one single pillar. And on top of it, nesting birds to boot. Omar wanted to learn more about God. He had an emptiness in his soul and could not make sense of the troubles and problems in this world. One day, he listened to the Voice of Hope radio program, where he found insight, understanding, and hope. You can too. For FM and shortwave broadcast information, visit the website on your screen. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories in the face of death. Another, radios given by angels, coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories it's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. I found the Voice of Hope radio program on my shortwave radio. It was like an oasis in the desert, cool and refreshing. I discovered things I had never known before. Now, I understand God's will for my life, and I have been blessed by walking in God's path. For the first time in my life, I am happy. To find the Voice of Hope radio in your area, visit the website on your screen. The city of Aphrodisia was known for the goddess of fertility and whose worship centered around the temple of Artemis. But what occurred here is a great example of the transforming power of Christ. Sometime later in its history, the citizens no longer wanted to be associated with Aphrodite, the goddess of fertility. So they changed the name to Stavropolis, City of the Cross. This place was so beautiful, I began to think about it and realized in all its beauty, what the Christians 
may have been giving up at Paul's time. I say may because some vacillated back and forth. But those, those who had the vision that they'd seen a better world and it had spoiled this one for them, they left all this with no problem. They even went to the lions and to death for Jesus Christ. The gospel transformed much of the city and not only did they rename the city, but they rebuilt the temple into a church in the form of a giant cross. The temple of Aphrodite, it was built in about 100 BC. It lasted till 500 AD when the Christians took it over. The Christians expanded the walls, they, they tore out parts, they, they built larger. And then the Seljuk, they came in, took it over. But look here, here's, here's one of the remnants of the Christian church. Our lives are rebuilt in much the same way. Christ takes the ruins of our lives and rebuilds us into his temple, the temple in which he dwells. So you're inviting people to church. Lilia's inviting people to church. You run into each other. She gets you Bible studies and tells you to listen to Adventist World Radio. And what happens in your life? You know, I see in this not just a circumstances, you know, I don't see this as just meeting God on accident. This was God's will, and it was His plan to bring me to this church and to keep guiding me. And Meeting God made this turning point in my life. I started going to Adventist church. I love how my church goes deep into explanation the Bible. I started listening Voice of Hope, but 15 minutes is not enough. Please understand, not enough. This is an amazing program. They explain very simple that this is just a school here in the earth. This is all temporary. Do you believe that AWR is helping to spread the message around the world of Jesus' soon return? Without a doubt. You're seeing it make an impact in many people's lives here in Ukraine. Yes, of course. I see it at the church. People come to church and accept Christ. Включите радио, послушайте эту прекрасную программу. Там же и семейные отношения. I tell my close one to turn off the television, to turn on the radio instead. Listen to this amazing program. They talk about family issue, health, and talk about Christ. И милосердный, он знает и понимает меня. Он у меня, ну, родной, близкий. Он для меня все. God for me is love, his peace and happiness. I have no parents. God is the only one I have. I have five brothers, but I communicate with those 
that follow Christ, and I see that I have more in common with them rather than my family. When I feel bad and when I'm suffering, I turn to my God. I fall in hug his legs and God listens and I know God is going to help and he will open up to my family. Yes. So you're spreading the waves of AWR. Yes. <laughs> Lydia, it's getting hot and you're going to get a sunburn. Maybe we should go. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Can I give you a hug? Lydia was the leader of the Communist Youth Party. In that job, her task was to bring other young people into the communist ideology. In that ideology, they believed that the world was going to become a better and better place. But somehow that didn't happen in her life. She began to sense a need for something more. And then, a little while later, her grandson became lost. They didn't know whether he was kidnapped or whether he ran away, but they began searching for him and searching, and it was a very stressful time for her. Interestingly enough, some of the people who sought to help her were believers, and they advised her to go to church and pray. Time passed, and then one day she was in a house, and she met the lady who was the director of our Voice of Hope Bible School. She was giving out invitations to the Bible school, and she gave one to Lydia. Lydia decided that she would like to study those lessons, and so she began. And her life began to take a dramatic change. At that time, she also listened to the radio programs, The Voice of Hope, and she enjoyed them so much, they were so clear and easy to understand. Finally, the day came when she made her decision to accept Jesus Christ as her Savior and to be baptized. You know, Lydia is an example of deep change from one opposite extreme to another. It's sort of like the temple here in Aphrodisia. The temple was once built for a mythical pagan god, but then in 500 AD it was changed to become a church. And the sign says it was a radical change, it took a lot of effort and a lot of work. That's what happens in our lives. Sometimes change isn't easy, but yet that's what God is calling us to do. And I hope you will follow that path of change in your life toward Jesus Christ. I invite you to help AWR to be able to bring this message of change to more and more people around the world. The radio waves of AWR are reaching around the world. If you'd like to help spread the gospel message of Jesus Christ's soon return, give us a call. 1-866-503-3531. Or you can write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or log on to the website, www.awr.org. And thank you for watching. Please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.